Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Oh This Podcast. Oh This Podcast. Oh, bienvenido on this podcast. <laughs> Steve, how are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm doing very well. Bien, bienvenido on this podcast. Guten Tag, konnichiwa. I, I don't think that's how that translates, but we'll take it. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. If something works. It's We're having a good time because, first off, we have to say we have we have migrated. We've gone to the West Coast. We are, yes. We have uh, saddled up those horses. We have rode that pony all the way down to... Uh, did you have genuine playing in the background the entire time? Yes, 100%. <laughs> no pants on, though, either. Too. No, why so, would you? You know, the, the flight attendant was like, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I'm like, sir, give me some wings, and then I'll just be fine. So anyway, uh, it's great to be here on the West Coast in your dojo. Mm-hmm, thank, you for, thank you for having me here. Of course. So, um, without further ado, we're on episode 27. This is our Zaja Pachulia episode. Very good. You got it. I, I think I got Zaja Pachulia. Zaza uh, Pachulia. Zaza Pachulia. He's so. the the pride of the Golden State Warriors. Ooh, ooh the Golden State Warriors. Indeed. In, in the Golden State. Given given that we are merely 30 miles or so away from them, I uh, thought that was fitting. Episode 27, we are in the Golden State. Steve, tell everybody who's listening to the first time or also f- a long-time listener, first-time caller about the podcast. Long-time the and long-time listeners who don't listen to when we do this every every episode anyway. Yeah, so uh, you can catch the uh, podcast. Uh, we're on the internets at uh, ohthispodcast.com. Uh, we've got uh, also out there on the Facebook, and we're also on Twitter as well, uh, Patrick and I uh, both individually, and we've got our show Twitter. Uh, we also uh, have a Patreon page to support the show, um, and we're also, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> wherever you're, you uh, go to get your uh, podcasts, uh, that is, uh, you know, we can, we can be found there. We're, we're bad, we're nationwide, so to speak. We're bad boy for life. <laughs> Smack that ass. Nope, no, nope, Nelly. Nope, nope. Shake the tail feather. Nothing like that. Okay. Anyway, without further ado, we're going to jump into our beer of the week. And it's not even a beer of the week. It is, it's going to be a tie in to exactly what we're going to be talking about in our first segment. But we figured it's vacation time. Vacation time is a relaxing time. And if you don't have a blender, do not try to make these because we <laughs> just experienced some technical difficulties due to this. But our beer of the week for the episode 27, we thought was only fitting for vacation to be having none other than the Hawaiian pina colada and strawberry puree drink known as the Lava Flow. It is amazing. Steve, tell me why we're drinking this, uh, and we'll just hop in. Yeah, well, we are drinking it because we are going to do a little bit of a celebration of the uh, the umbrella drink, so to speak. So as we clank uh, glasses here with uh, in the in the fine studio we have ourselves set up in, uh, yes, we just want to take a, take a little time and uh, kick through some of our our personal favorites as well as uh, you know just some underappreciated uh, uh, umbrella beverages, beach beverages, uh, things that you uh, you know you drink to kick back a little bit uh, that are outside of the realm of uh, our traditional beers because you know usually you know we're beer guys you know for the most part, but uh, every now and again. We're known to uh, throw down a, a tasty fruit-based uh, beverage uh, with, with, of course, alcohol involved. Uh, no, no virgin beverages here, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the the topic in a nutshell. So, like Patrick said, we've got our delicious lava flows. I'm a personally a fan of this beverage as well as the uh, the base beverage of the pina colada as well. That's a big. Uh, that's a probably probably one of my go-to's when I'm uh, if I'm enjoying myself out at a uh you know a, a very warm event and i don't feel like a beer that that's probably my next uh beverage of choice the pina colada no not that one though no not no. that one. Oh man 
like i don't know like for me the umbrella drink isn't just like it's not even a category of drink it's a way of life it's a state of mind it's a state of mind it's a it, infinite bliss and if it was socially acceptable i would take and just have umbrellas in my white russians and maybe i can do that i, gotta, <laughs> I don't like, see why there ain't no rules saying dog can't play basketball yeah i got 28 left of them from after this <laughs> recording that i'll just start doing there but like for me it's always the umbrella drink it takes me back to like relaxation ultimate relaxation it, it gets a stigma it's as like a non-manly or non-masculine thing mm-hmm. uh to drink an umbrella drink but you know what i say Fuck that. Garth Algar shows me how to drink an umbrella drink <laughs> straight up uh, <laughs> right into World bowl. One, you know? <laughs> that, re- that always reminds me of getting the uh, fish bowls up at Wando's in Madison. Oh, God. <laughs> What's the color? Oh, what does the blue taste like? Yeah. It's like blue raspberry. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> we'll have one of those. <laughs> I'm kind of curious what the red tastes like. It's the same thing. It, it kind of tastes it, like blue. <laughs> it's the same color. It's the same thing. Like, worst salesperson ever at that bar. Yeah, they were. They, uh, I mean,. We're probably not there. Uh, they're they're not used to having charming uh, local, you know, gentlemen like ourselves come in and visit. They're they're used to the college kids uh, who are imbibing those things and throwing up red or blue stuff everywhere. <laughs> Always take the red pill or the blue pill. Yeah, right. You choose your <laughs> take the red fish. Do the matrix would be completely different if it was just like take the red fish bowl or take the blue fish bowl and you just got hammered and walked through the matrix <laughs> and it was yourself. the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's the same. Th- <laughs> Whoa, my mind just blown right there. Absolutely so, blown. So we talked about Keanu last week. Uh, or, you know, we talked about speed and everything. So was that last week or two weeks ago? I don't, regardless, we talked about Keanu. Now we've got to get Keanu in on this pitch because it's literally just going to be him drinking a, a red or a blue beverage and then comparing the two experiences. Yeah, it's Neo there. It's good. <laughs> so when was the last time you had a – you obviously said pina colada is your, your go-to. Mm-hmm. When's the last time – what don't you fuck with? What do you fuck with when it comes down to your beach thing? Tell me what your ideal umbrella drink scenario would be as well. Um, so as far like I don't have any that I'm like necessarily not gonna try, um, at least for for one beverage. I mean, I, I go with what I know normally, but I do also like a hurricane. Those are pretty solid. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as settings, um, the last time I think I had a pina colada was actually a frozen one at a White Sox game. Because it was <laughs> hotter than one. it was hotter than all hell. It was like ninety five degrees with Chicago humidity, so it was like it really felt like it was like one hundred and ten. It was all sticky, and I was like, I don't want a beer, I don't want a pop. So guess we're gonna go drink alcohol because that's the reasonable thing to do. So yeah, you got to stay hydrated, keep <laughs> yeah. hydrated a little bit, right? So I went and got a, I I doubled down. I went with a water and then a a souvenir size frozen uh, pina colada. That's awesome. Is that your ideal situation to do that in, or like, it's a, it's not unideal. Right. Um. I guess I would say most ideal would be kicking it. You know, just like at a a beach of some sorts. Uh. You know, preferably uh, uh, with some warmer water. Like the the, mm. the ocean out here is not some of the saltiest of waters. Well, the I, I do like yeah the salt water, but uh, the the water out here in California is too damn cold. So uh, I I prefer it uh, perhaps on the uh, Gulf of Mexico, maybe in the Caribbean. See, si, bienvenidos si. to the Gulf of Mexico. Bien, bienvenido a Miami. Ah, konnichiwa, <laughs> guten tag. That's almost the same. Yeah, that's almost <laughs> the same. I don't know. For me, I I could say one hundred percent. Um, you know the the lava flow I've been introduced to when I was in Hawaii. You know the traditional way where I got to get a souvenir cup and mm-hmm. ride back of a golf cart to take it back to the hotel. <laughs> as uh, as one is you like, know, the traditional experience. The tra- traditional experience <laughs> at a luau, uh, <laughs> nevertheless. But it was good for me. Like it takes in 
my ideal scenario of where I would take and enjoy a umbrella drink is every single day. But also in vacation wise, it would probably be after a moderate distance or a short walk on the beach. Okay. Not a long walk on the beach. You need water after that. Beach hut, sitting there, you sit down. Number one go to is going to be a Mai Tai. Okay. With an umbrella. Number two is going to be a probably a blended margarita or a margarita of sorts. A frozen okay. or a uh, on the rocks or. So I, I would. I, or by I blended, were you implying frozen? I was implying frozen. Okay. But, you know, I could fuck with whatever. You know, I, I'm not agnostic or I don't have any strong feelings okay. against that. I'm a margarita uh, enthusiast. Sure. Um, just that it has tequila and it's good. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the Mai Tais come in there. Uh, th- those are always the top for me. I'm a huge fan of pineapple. I love the pineapple. I think it is one of the best fruits in the world. I also think it's an intimidating fruit and hard to cut up. And I literally just cut the first pineapple of my 32 year old <laughs> life last week. Wow. I was intimidated to do so. I'm like, it's got spikes. I don't know how but, to do this. But now you have the internet. You can just watch a video. That that was suggested to me, and then I did do that. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is so much easier. I need to take and do that. And uh, six stitches later, Patrick finally finished cutting up the pineapple. Yeah, and it was spoiled. So it, it was good for like the first few minutes. I'm like, okay, uh, I need to go back and get another pineapple. Instead, you just bought a can of crushed pineapple and tried to use that as a garnish. No, I threw the can on the ground. Then the can's half off. <laughs> Yeah. Microsoft's down four points. <laughs> um, but so this last year I traveled to Hawaii and it was interesting because when I went to Hawaii, we flew out there and flew Delta and got sat up on the front. And so they keep bringing you drinks. And immediately once I got on the plane, they had a Mai Tai with an umbrella in there and pineapple and cherry. And it was a six hour flight from Salt Lake to my transfer from mm-hmm. Salt Lake to Honolulu. And I probably crushed about 13 or 14 of those. <laughs> and I got there at the airport. I'm just like, oh, my God, walking dead. But the interesting thing is in all of Hawaii, there was never an umbrella with all the drinks that I ever had. Okay. Which is which is very interesting because that would be the thing that I would think would be standing out uh, as one of the predominant things there. But I don't know. Like, maybe that's at a like a, a culture shock or something like that for me. That was for me. I don't know. What about you? Any... Uh, any like shocks when you like thought that there would be the umbrellas and there weren't and like you bought a drink someplace there you didn't expect an umbrella and there was no i mean the, if you put the uh uh the the weird thing for me is like the the if there's if there's an umbrella that winds up in my beer that's going to weird me out um but if it's in a cocktail i'm generally not going to question it um i feel like the the umbrella do, the, goes better in the uh beverages that are more uh substantial so like more frozen than than not like you know obviously they're not fully frozen uh, but uh ones that are a little bit on the heavier side i feel like that that provides a better base for the umbrella uh if it's just a a liquid beverage uh, of of sorts i don't know if the the umbrella is uh, it just doesn't feel as right for me i guess yeah now really now since we are talking about umbrella drinks i think everybody uh, knows that we're talking about beverages with the little uh parasol Wooden umbrellas here. I'm going to flip this on you for a second. Okay. I'm going to take you back to an episode of The Simpsons where John and Yoko enter Moe's bar, <laughs> and Yoko has, uh, what is it, gin served in a man's hat <laughs> with two squirts of perfume on there. Tell me, what type of drink would you drink out of an actual golf umbrella? Out of a golf umbrella? Hmm. Probably, well, I mean, do I have to pick one, or can I, can I say no? No, you have to pick okay. one. This is like this is the only c- conveyance of delivering 
said sustenance <laughs> to you. Okay. Like there's no other way. You will die and it has to be alcoholic. It can't yeah. be water. Right, right, right. It can be frozen. It can be hot. This See, umbrella yeah. does not have any, you know. I don't trust this umbrella. I was it's a sentient you. umbrella. Yeah, okay. You <laughs> have to do exactly Otherwise it it's says, going to kill otherwise me. Otherwise it will kill you. Okay. Much like our kitchen. We, we got to find out who the hell is designing this thing. I'm sure it's someone here in Silicon Valley. Hypotheticals. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Konnichiwa. <laughs> The uh, I would I would stick with a more uh, uh, probably a liquid uh, type beverage. I would go. Let's just stick with a margarita, strawberry though. Ooh, not not a straight up margarita. Give me a strawberry margarita in that uh, in that umbrella. Blended um, or no, rocks. just on the rocks, on the rocks. Uh, and then uh, you know if there's salt on the rim of the umbrella, that'd be great. But uh, it's not necessarily vital to have. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm trying to think back of like what a salted umbrella rim would look like. <laughs> I don't it's, know if it's gonna work, but <laughs> I could see that probably somebody at some college campus is like, "Oh, this is the best." Could they have, Could they possibly take said umbrella and leave it in the freezer for like a couple hours so it's really cold? It keeps the beverage colder. For, yeah, it's a, okay. It's, it's whatever your heart says. All right, you know. I was thinking of also like if you had those like you remember in Space Jam where Bill Murray is there with the umbrella hat. Yeah, yeah. If you found one of those, that would be kind of cool, too. Okay, that would be good. For me, I think if I'm doing an umbrella, like if, an actual umbrella, like a <laughs> physical umbrella, it, it symbolizes class, you know? It symbolizes that it could be raining, or you might have just found this. <laughs> I would probably take a, the biggest dirty martini oh, you could God. have, you know? <laughs> little blue cheese olive, That's maybe, horrible. You know, you know? That's but the disgusting. thing is, you have to drink it really, really, really fast, you know? Because it'll get warm. Or I could just put like a lot of rocks in there. Okay. Like physical rocks. Like <laughs> not like a dude, umbrella drinks. We should start to make cups that look like umbrellas. I'm I'm positive someone's already done that. Amazon. Where's this Amazon? <laughs> Fucking Amazon. Damn it. But uh yeah, I mean, uh, are there any other uh, like notable ones that uh, you have uh, in any go-to situations uh, besides uh, you know what you've what you've rolled out here so far? I mean, we've talked about like there's the mudslide. Mudslides. Oh the yeah, I yeah. like a mudslide. Mudslides are great, but I think if I'm gonna go that route, and I happen to be in Los, the right. the, the fan, uh, fantastic uh, O'Shea's uh, property inside of the Link Coast, the, the fabulous Link uh, Resort and Casino <laughs> in Las Vegas. Uh, we're not it sponsored. Is Caesar's Entertainment. We're, we are not sponsored by them, <laughs> but if you want, we can definitely help you uh, podcast there. But if you ever at O'Shea's, get that frozen Bailey's, yeah. and dude. You know, I've heard of people having pocket dogs and going to like beer festivals <laughs> and pocket chili dogs. Dude, get yourself some pocket uh, frozen Bailey's and walk walk up and down the street. It know. is it is a heavy beverage. Uh, you do have to plan somewhat accordingly for it, um, given it's because uh, it's basically just a milkshake full full of, full of booze. Um, but, uh, yes, truth. Yes. Uh, but I haven't found a situation where it's ever bit me in the ass. So, uh, I guess, you know, you, you just have to know your body. See, are we painting the, are we painting the plate and just not talking about the daiquiri? Um, I mean the day, there's nothing wrong with the daiquiri. I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's I think I, when the last time we got the gargantuan frozen drinks in Vegas, I got a, I got a daiquiri. Yeah. I mean, for me, daiquiri seems like, it just seems plain. It just seems... Like it's such a standard. It's like an yeah. old-fashioned donut. It's like a New York strip steak. It's a daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's true and true. Like what you're gonna get, where the lava flow is. Yeah, it's pina colada, and you get some strawberries in there. Have you had a zombie before? I do not know what this zombie uh, here, I'll, is. I'll get, it's a goofy one. Uh, let's see. Is it made in, inside of an umbrella? Uh, I'm I'm confident you could put an umbrella in there. 
it's a mother. It's okay. So this is how they explain it: the uh, mother of all freak drinks. Uh, but this is Esquire, so it's their recipe says a half ounce of white rum, or yeah, half ounce of white rum, one and a half ounces of golden rum, one ounce of dark rum, half an ounce of 151 proof rum, an ounce of lime juice, a teaspoon of pineapple, a teaspoon of papaya juice, and then one teaspoon of sugar. Yeah, if you read that in Cosmo, it's a completely different thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that's a hefty amount of of sugar, especially the half ounce, one hundred fifty-one proof rum. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely gonna have some. uh, You're gonna have an issue with that. That's definitely gonna be one of those things that you probably light on fire. Yeah, I mean, you could just the one fifty-one would uh, probably do it if you weren't careful. So, yeah, uh, that would get you. That get you real messed up pretty quick. I think. Yeah. See, I, I picture myself on a beach every time I take and have this. So the last time I basically had an umbrella drink, like a physical one outside of an airplane, was in Florida, uh, in Miami, just sitting out there on a beach thing watching dolphins. I think dolphins. Not jet- the Miami Dolphins. No, Miami Dolphins oh. versus the New New York, New Jersey Jets <laughs> play on a Sunday at a beach bar. And let me So were you, you literally watching Miami Dolphins and the Miami Dolphins? I was watching Dolphins <laughs> at Miami. Yes. And I was like, I need to have many, many of these to actually get through this boring, <laughs> boring game. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's a uh that's one that's a game where you'd have to drink something. Like that's one where you'd be like, "All right, I'm definitely not drinking something I normally drink. It's going to be something fucking weird because this is awful." Yeah. Now, see, if you had to concoct your own uh take and do your own umbrella drink. Say you're a bartender, you know, and you're trying to make your own the Steve. What would the Steve be? It has to have uh, an umbrella. I'm I'm bad at making drinks. Like, no, what would you drinks. think? What would you think? Like you could say I would just make him a hurricane and call it a Steve. Yeah, I mean it would be it would probably be something. I'd I'd stick to rum, rum and vodka, mm-hmm. um, probably, uh, and not go too heavy on the dark rum. Right. Um. So I would probably I would stick in that realm. So yeah, I mean a, uh, uh, you know your daiquiri would be uh, that that'd be okay, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't go off on that. I'd probably stick with something uh, along the lines of a. Uh, a uh, rum runner, or maybe a even a uh, a concoction like hit this uh, mai tai up with a little little kick in the ass with some vodka or something like right, that. Right, right. You know? Yeah, for me it would be like give it a little bit more bite. Yeah, I'd say rum vodka the same, and very mine would be very high on the citrusy side of things. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had anything like a blueberry daiquiri, like or like you've had like the blue. What is it? The you have a banana daiquiri. Yeah, you've. What is that? The blue uh, curacao that yeah, people put yeah, in. Yeah. It's just sugar, though. It's right. Like it's like. And that's the thing. Like these are all so sugary already that I'd probably go with like, rather than amping it up with like a flavored rum, I'd probably just kick it with vodka so that it's a little drier. Right. Yeah. Because right. I mean, I, I like I like a sweet drink, but if I'm gonna have six of them, it's gonna get to you after after a few. Yeah, the sugar gets uh, gets gets that blood sugar kicking, and you're in a wholly totally different ball game. It's a holy triumvirate of awesomeness <laughs> right there. I know we didn't get it for these umbrella drinks, but we have to talk about the accoutrement that goes on top of said glasses uh-huh. when you had this. Um, what do you, what do you think? You know, we've got our umbrellas here, but what would you put on yours? Does it need to have stuff, or is it like ain't nobody got time to deal with this shit? Uh, it's just extra work for me, I think. In most instances, I, I don't really care. Um, plus, I I'm not big on pineapple, the the garnish, so it's like that that doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I don't know. A, a cherry's fine. 
Okay. I, don't, I don't mind that. I just don't want a, a whole big extra task involved in between me and my beverage. Oh, I would love it. I would just <laughs> have like a pineapple, a cherry. I saw like I've seen online you can take and call, carve bananas to look like dolphins. That that seems difficult. That seems difficult, but that seems like it'd be awesome. Who the hell is doing that? It's on the internet. Okay, well, yeah. I, that's a challenging carving test. Yeah, it's in my salmon waffles form. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think anyone's doing that with any sort of regularity. Probably not with regularity. I mean, that was like, fuck these. Well, maybe Andrew's doing it, you know? He <laughs> right. is carving potatoes for Bobble. But a potato can hold its shape. A banana, man, you like, you're going to, you mess that thing up. And there's, you know, there's no, there's no give there. It's, you know, it, it, you you're gotta, boom or bust. You got to be smooth like Patrick Swayze and Ghost, you know? You just got to. Smooth like, like Carlos Santana. Ooh, Robert, Robert Thomas. Roberto Tomas. <laughs> Roberto Tom- Tomas. See, <laughs> see, si, si. bienvenidos, gracias, Steve. <laughs> uh, any last uh, parting thoughts on uh, our, uh, our either our delicious beverages from today or any other uh, uh, in the realm of this uh, this deliciousness that we call umbrella drinks? I encourage people that if they haven't had an umbrella drink, just whip one up for themselves. Like you can go buy one that's in a frozen pouch. You can do whatever. Do yourself a favor and treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself to an umbrella drink because I'm not going to lie. We were we had a little bit of a mishap with trying to get these made, but once we sat down and had a straw like had the umbrella in there, it definitely made it feel like vacation and relaxation. So I was like, if you need a smile if the work's been hard, Treat yourself. Do that sometimes. Yeah, get right? yourself a daiquiri with uh, blue cheese stuffed uh, olive or something. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the world's your oyster. <laughs> it is your oyster. <laughs> Do what you please. Well, Patrick, let's uh, let's adjourn. Let's let's have ourselves some more of this beverage. But uh, we need to change topics because we've got uh, a very Silicon Valley specific uh, topic to discuss. Now that you're out here. Uh, because you and I, I think, are both uh, big fans of the uh, former show uh, Celebrity Deathmatch. On <laughs> I've seen it. I have watched it. <laughs> and uh, I think that uh, one, one fitting one uh, that we need, to, we need to run through ourselves is going to be the, uh, you know, the, the tech giants here. Uh, you know, being, being right down the street from uh, you know, Google and Apple and everything you know, along those lines. Let's talk about uh, you know some of these founders and who would kick whose ass. So I'm gonna I'm gonna propose this scenario. Now, now, now yeah. you're talking in the strictest and most literal ways, kick each other's ass. Yes, like this is in a, like a street fight. This is a this is no holds barred. Who's who's whooping up on who? Now are they claymation celebrity death match? They or can, is this- well, I mean they can be that or they can be in real life. I mean obviously, <laughs> I mean. There's there's gonna be some stipulate. We're gonna have to take some creative license with some of this, given uh, given some of the, the statuses of uh, you know the the people involved in this. See, see. Um, so let's let's start on the Apple side. So this is like BattleBots, this the is, human yeah, version. Yeah, pretty much, pretty Sen- much. Sentient BattleBots <laughs> with the actual people. So R.I.P. On on one hand, we need to line up uh, match number one. This is like the Floyd uh, Floyd uh, McGregor. Fight. It, it's it's similar, yeah. Um, which the the money I don't I don't know where the money's going to fall on this, but uh, we're going to go with Steve Jobs versus Bill Gates for match number one. Okay. So who's who's whooping up on who in that? Okay, that's a tough one. I think it's going to be interesting. It's basically I don't know. I've heard there's rumors where Bill Gates used to like jump over chairs like in Microsoft meetings, like the first row of them, on purpose, like prove his athletic ability and prowess. <laughs> Like he might have these like amazing cat-like reflexes that we just we're, we're not akin to in the sporting world. He could be Von Miller for all we know. 
Um, I, I doubt, of, I'm going to doubt that. Well, I'm just saying he <laughs> could be Von Miller for all we know. We just don't know. Um, Steve Jobs seems like he would be in this like hypothetical. Now, obviously, this is in their primes. Like we're right, taking, right. We're taking and talking like Jordan versus LeBron in their prime. Right. This is that debate. Okay. I think that the the presence of that black turtleneck would help him. You know, it'll keep him. It's a tactical. It's a, it's tactical, a tactical, tur- thing. tactical turtleneck. Yeah. So I think if Archer th- would would appreciate that very much. <laughs> I think this the way that this is going to work is going to be 100 percent almost like, you know, it, it's that Discovery Channel show where they pit two random animals together and try mm-hmm. to see like, OK, this one's going to win because he's tactile and this one's going to win because he's like strong. I think that the cunning ability of Bill Gates would somehow outweigh the tenacious I think Steve Jobs would be a tenacious fighter. Yes. I think he would fight dirty. I think Bill Gates would be methodical. Okay. I think he you would think, slow You think that uh, Bill Gates is the technician here? I do. I do. I, and I think that – I think Steve would wear him out. Steve was uh, – Steve Jobs would be basically like Manny Pacquiao fighting Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather. He would just have to take and win the rounds, mm-hmm. and he'd throw punches and punches and punches. And I would think that Bill Gates would be like Floyd, where all you have to do is deflect, wait, wait, deflect, mm-hmm. and score points because you don't have to lose the rounds. Right. You're the only way you lose this fight is somebody has to beat you. You don't lose it that way. Mm-hmm. That's how I think of it a little bit. But you know, stature wise, I think Jobs was taller, had the reach, so that's where it goes into it a little bit as well. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, with with Steve Jobs, my question there is whether there's the will to fight. Uh, I mean, with him being, uh, you know, very into uh, Zen and everything like that. I mean, is he going to be willing to go and, and step in the ring and do what's necessary to win this fight? I mean, I th- he's a tenacious man in business, uh, but is he going to be able to go out head to head with one of his arch rivals and really be able to keep his composure uh, and and be able to separate his spirituality from the animalistic need that he's going to have to throw down in this fight. But maybe his spirituality is leading him to kick some major it, butt. It could, but I don't know that. It's yes, a wild card. You don't know that. It's a so wild card. Give me your pre-fight analysis and tell me what you think about this, and just in general. Yeah, I think uh, going into the fight, uh, I think the, the money is... Uh, I think the, the public money is going to be heavy on Steve Jobs. Just because he's a popular figure, I mean, you got movies about him. Ashton Kutcher played him. Uh, people are, people are gonna equate that uh, with uh, you know with some level of uh, vigorousness and, and success. But he works out with a dumbbell. He feels <laughs> vigorous. But I personally think that I'm I'm in the same regard as you. I like I like where Bill Gates is at. I think that uh, his training. I mean, he's deflected himself. You know, he's represented himself. Uh, uh, you know, in antitrust lawsuits, he's he's withstood the challenges. He's ready to uh, you know go up and face the music. Uh, I think he's he's diligent. He's going to put in the time and the effort and the long hours in order to uh, make sure that he wins this fight. Uh, so yeah, the public money's on Jobs, but I'm going to go with the uh, the smart play. I'm going to take Bill Gates. Now, are we doing this in a back alley? Are we doing this in an octagon? Or are we doing this in a ring? Because that plays into it, it does. too. Let's Be- let's and say- is it a title fight too? Oh, it's definitely a title fight. Okay, I mean that's that's without question. Um, let's say let let's say you, let's let's pose it in three. Let's pose it in all three arenas then. So let's okay. start. Let's start in in the boxing ring. Okay. Okay. I think Jobs has the edge there with the with the height. I think the reach is going to be advantageous there. Okay. Okay. But then when we get into the octagon, that's where I think Bill Gates starts to shine, and then the back alley. 
Uh, I think that uh, with no holds being barred and there's no, uh, you know, no no rule saying a dog can't play basketball or anything like that. Uh, I think that it's going to be knocked down, drag out, and brutal. But I think Bill Gates is coming out on top there. Interesting, interesting. I have to disagree with you on some really? of these. Yeah. So let's start with the boxing match too. Uh, we're doing championship rules, so th- uh, twelve three minute rounds, right? Yeah. So do. twelve three minute rounds. I think what you have, you do, you do have an extremely valid point with the reach. That's a big thing to consider. But I think that you have to take in Steve Jobs would have to take and make those aggressive moves right. to knock he, Bill you're, down. You're 100 percent right there. I'm not saying that I have the the fight called perfectly. Right. You're no Lampley. Uh, I think you have to figure that out 100 percent if he has the ability to take in like actually make a knockdown. Okay. So I think that's going to go the distance, and I think it's going to go to the decision card. Go to and the, the judges, and the judges are going to award it to okay. Gates. I think that. Again, if we go to the UFC, the championship is five. Is it three five-minute rounds? Uh, or something along three five-minute yeah. rounds. Yeah. Or no, maybe maybe it's five three-minute rounds. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think in that realm, I think what you would have again is you would have an aggressive Steve Jobs coming out at Bill again. You think that's going to give him an advantage there? I think it would take in. What's going to happen is it's going to come out too aggressive. There's going to be a takedown, and it's going to go to a submission. Okay. There's going to be this cat and mouse that happens there. I mean, you think that Microsoft is literally just going to choke the will, the creativity, the uh, design aesthetic, and everything that Apple holds and everything that Steve Jobs held dear? You think that Microsoft and its corporate domination is just going to come and choke them into submission? In a UFC setting, yes. <laughs> At that setting, yes. I okay. think it's, well, because it's time and longevity. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's where I'm going with that. I think the rounds are long enough that. You know, sometimes you're going to throw as many figurative punches as you can early on and tire yourself out. There's going to be some sort of mistake. Okay. We've noticed that already. Thinking about (laughs) Apple's history, Steve. Yeah. But here's where it gets interesting. There's no time in an all-out brawl, a street brawl. Right. And so I think what happens is, yes, it runs out of time. I think Bill Gates loses because Steve will take and come back and gain energy as it gets longer. Okay. You can't wait it out completely. Right. So, I mean, plus, no rules, plus Bill you can't Gates, get penalized. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're going to talk about, I mean, Bill Gates has got his Zune. I mean, that's that's not going to give him the jams that he needs to get pumped up for that fight. Right. It's brown and green. It's, like, <laughs> it's not going to work. One of, my, one of my really good friends had a Zune. He was, was like, oh, it's really cool. It's like, it is, I guess, but no one's ever going to use this thing. <laughs> What do you got? The Windows Media Player. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all good. So, yeah, I think. Okay, so okay, I think we're in agreement. But we both we think that Gates has taken taken this thing down. Uh, I think in all of our scenarios, he overall. came out as the the, the overall, overall champion. Except yeah. so in a tactic tactical fight, we think it's Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. In a street fight, we know it's Steve Jobs. Right. But so we're, we're either way, we're saying two out of three in either scenario sure, is Gates. Sure. So we'll say the final card is going to Bill Gates. Yes. So that is we we are settled there. Um, yeah, that, that it would it would certainly be well worth the money on the pay per view. Oh, how much would you, if we're talking like Mayweather McGregor uh, pay per view money? Which is did they crack it to ninety nine or they go one twenty five? I don't know. I think it might be one twenty. Yeah, regardless, well, how much are you talking about paying to watch this? Now, is all it, three? Is all it, three? Is it exclusively on uh, Windows Media Player and <laughs> iTunes? No, no, it's it's streaming worldwide. Got all three of them? Any platform? Like, are they all on the same it, night? No, they're not all in the same fight, but it's a package deal. Okay. So you can get, like, one, two, and three. It's yeah. kind of like you get one one month. Yep, they yep exactly. 
like tech icons like that, I don't know. I would probably pay like a hundred bucks. Okay. I, I would split it with friends though. Okay. Yeah, you'd you'd have a party. Or you just figure out a way to um you know, hack the Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see something about that. Do you think that, uh, and where do you, do you think the, the money, the betting lines, uh, where do you think that, that it's going to go heavy on, on jobs in the, uh, in the public sector? Or do you think it's going to go Gates as the favorite? I think it's going to go heavy on jobs. Yeah. And I, I agree. think you're going to take and get the people who do play contrarian and understand that it's going to be a long thing and he doesn't have to win. He just does the not to lose mm-hmm. and it's time. We'll take and have extreme payoffs. Yeah. I think you probably have plus 100 or plus maybe like plus 775 on Steve Jobs and minus, you know, plus 775. That's a, I said, well, that's the, the, the money swinging yeah. probably like a <laughs> minus 300 or something. Okay. On. Okay. That's a, uh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, so let's, let's go on for the overall, for like the, okay. each fight is different. Okay. Like yeah. There's yeah. in fight wager. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so with that being said, now that we're settled there, we got it. We got to go to the, uh, the second tier here. We got to talk about Wozniak versus Balmer. Okay, <laughs> and this fight I think is interesting because uh, I mean Wozniak has a uh, an interesting build. We have uh, size involved. <laughs> we have we have serious size on both power on, on both ends. He These, can lift hundred pounds is, over so, his head. So if we were we were watching Gates and Jobs. That you know that's your welterweight fight, and it's interesting. They're going to throw a lot of punches, but they're not necessarily you know landing and knocking people down the entire time it's it's an endurance competition like you've mentioned uh this this is a heavyweight fight this is balmer balmer and wozniak that's that's a big deal uh this this is your your ali and liston yeah it's it's interesting because you also have the reach thing too yeah uh balmer is taller yes and uh wozniak is definitely shorter in stature so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting thing. I think we one of the things that we have to look at too is tenacity i think it's Mm going to definitely be more of a boxing or a wrestling match yes. in terms of submissions. I don't know who would take and be there uh, in terms of like what are the better, you know, the boxers could be. I I, I don't know who. I, I would have to say lean on the Steve, uh, uh, the Balmer. Okay. Uh, do you love how they're all like Steves? Like, <laughs> there are a lot of Steves. We have three Steves and a Bill. Yep. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, okay. I would definitely leave to Balmer um, just from reach, stature, and energy. Uh, but again, the mind, like that's the wild card that you have in, right. in in this. And the mind of Apple started with Wozniak. Yeah. Uh, the engineering side of it. And so I think that there is going to be a way that he could have restraint and pick his punches accordingly to take and make the most effect of those punches, knowing your weaknesses to exemplify your strengths. Right. Right. And so this is going to be interesting. I don't know if I can think there. What yeah, are your, what's your, I think I, I like that. And I think, I think Wozniak's a student of the game. I think he's going to be there. He would be a student of the game yeah. regardless if he hadn't been right. Um, he would, I think he's going to dissect the opponent here. I think that the physical aspect of that will, will, he won't be able to overcome that in the boxing ring. Uh, sure. Just just on sheer on sheer size, it's not impossible, but it's good. I think it's challenging. I I like Balmer in the boxing match, but when we go into the octagon, that's where I, where I think that Balmer or uh, Wozniak is going to shine. Yeah, I think Wozniak in the octagon would give Noogies and um, oh yeah, wet, wet willies, willies for and, sure. Yeah. Uh, no. You know, thumb up the butt. Oh yeah, like, he's going to give him a little him. Andre the Giant check the oil. Yeah, <laughs> I mean uh, that's uh, that's I think that uh, that is where the the. The rampage is going to come. Yeah, from. and it's not from. He's going to tap into the fact that Jobs 
pretty much just shit on him most of uh, most of the early on uh, going in in right. Apple for sure. And it's not because he needs to do those things. Those are psychological things that put the player against you <laughs> off his game. It's not because you need right. it to win. It's you're like, did this guy really just put his thumb up my butt <laughs> or his finger in his ear or just go like <laughs> on my face? Like, I think. And that's you know. So I'm, like you're saying pre pre fight that Balmer is gonna or Wozniak's gonna go and head out and get like a Chipotle burrito. Oh yes, one hundred percent. It's all psychological, and yeah. that is the Zen master at work. So that that's an interesting uh-huh. component. So I I'm gonna take in going on our three tiers again. I'm gonna agree with you on the boxing match. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. I think it's gonna be a slugfest, but I think the reach from Balmer is definitely gonna be something that's gonna be there the energy, the stamina to make right. it longer because I don't see Steve Wozniak being able to uh, last the length right. having the power to take and have a knockdown. Yeah. I don't think that there's going to be a technical thing because I think there's going to be a less punches thrown. It's going to be like Homer Simpson. <laughs> Who's going to absorb more damage? Right. But you actually have to take and at least inflict some pain right. on it. Right. So going there, I agree 100% with your, the tactician, the mentalist, the, uh, the, uh, telepathy kind of thing he's got the esp the esp <laughs> and the espn too to know how to take and work in there the thing we haven't talked about this is clippy involved in any of this <laughs> it's clippy involved clippy should not be well i mean clippy will be on the sidelines but not involved in the fight okay no that that's unfair okay and it, it would lose every time you know, be, they gotta have that would be like glass corner. joe and punch out okay you're it's awful you're you're donezo okay so i think that we're very we're very much to the point where we know that wozniak's gonna be that tactician mm-hmm. i think he's gonna be the wrestler and go for a submission and i think he'll know which pressure points to go for and it's probably going to be an arm bar okay arm bar submission in the third round third round okay that's that's a fair point i'll i will accept that premise with, with two noogies, a one thumb butt, and then one uh, wet, wet willy. willy. Okay, left or right wet left with the left or right wet willy. Left. It's going to be a right arm. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a that's a good that's a bold prediction. Uh, but I think the money is going to be really even on this fight. Um, on, in either scenario, where I think that things are going to shift is in the the back alley street fight. And I think Balmer's got this one. In yeah, the bag I think at, he's going to get hurt though. because oh yeah, there no one's coming out of this unscathed. Uh, but I think Balmer is more ruthless. Wozniak's well reputed to be a nice guy uh, and very generous with his time and his efforts and and everything along those lines. Uh, you know, he's a simple engineer. Balmer's the businessman. He's the he's the man being you know pushing things forward. He's uh, he's ruthless. He's gonna make this thing happen for him. You know, regardless of uh, you know regardless of what the cost is. I mean, you're talking about a guy who you know sold off a bunch of his shares and then cut out the stock option program at Microsoft in the same day, basically. So uh, he's he's got uh, he's got no he gives no fucks. He's he's going full bore. How do you see this uh, back alley fight going? What do you see like how do you see it ending for you? Mm, I'm like, thinking. What do you set? What does it set up for you? I'm thinking Balmer, uh, well, setup. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be a roadhouse type situation. They're going to, you know, Wozniak and Balmer are going to be at a bar. Swayze. Uh, Swayze's the referee. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that uh, Wozniak's going to go over to the jukebox and play something that Balmer don't like, and uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause a ruckus. And uh, that, that's going to, obviously, one of them's going to sucker punch the other. I'm not going to say who, because I, you know, but there's going to be a sucker punch involved, and it's going to get thrown out into the. That's they're going to spill out in the alley, and that's how the thing's getting set up. Interesting. I think it's an arm your traditional. Your, oh, you think it's a? I think it's an arm wrestle bet. Okay. 
I think it's an arm wrestle bet and a cheating accusation. Really? And then it starts into... Who's cheating? I don't know. Okay. I think it starts into, and then it's an oh kind of moment. And then <laughs> both people gradually get up from the stools and then things start to occur. I prefer it if it was like a Rick James, Charlie Murphy, like slap type situation. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I, th- I see it getting set up. But I think it's going to end with a, uh, a, po- a pool cue. To the back of the head. Interesting. Yeah, that's probably like at the base of the the base of the head, and the neck there. Interesting. I, Interesting. I think that's the KO shot. How long do you think it's gonna last? Oh, this is gonna go for a little while. Yeah, because uh, they're gonna get winded and they're gonna take a rest and then they're gonna resume. Yeah. So my the way that I see this back alley fight happening is I think it's gonna be a slugfest at first, and then sadly I think that Wozniak's gonna tire. Mm-hmm. You know, coming into the you know ten fifteen minute mark, you know I think he's gonna be physically able to go, just tired. Um, I think Balmer is going to be tired as well, but have a little bit more spine still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the way that you're going to end is you're going to see a leaned over, leaned over Wozniak with a Balmer roundhouse kick. Oh, kind of like a la well, taking blood a page, sport. Yeah, taking yeah. a page right out of Van Dam, huh? Yeah, that's a that's a good finisher. I, I'd accept that. So basically, what we're saying is that uh, Microsoft's going to win. I think in that regard, it would be just by just by taking it 100 percent, one by one by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, the I mean, this is certainly a, a serious topic that we have to, you know, that a lot of considerations being put. So let's make it not serious. Yeah. So tag team back tag again. team. We're going WWE here. Whoop, there it is. Microsoft versus Apple. Now what? Now what do you got? This changes one hundred percent completely. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. Oh yeah, it does. I am one hundred percent dead serious. It changes in it swings. First of all, who's your heel? Who do you think the heel are in this match? I think it's Apple. Yeah. I, I do think too. It's and it's surprising cult- culturally because that's that's off brand, right? Compared to the two, like Microsoft, not open source, everything's proprietary in house. Apple is generally for the people, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, but there, I think they're going to be your negative, yeah. uh, in this just because of personality. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like Jobs is going to really work the crowd well, though. Yes, I do, and I, I think it's going to be a bloodbath fairly yeah. quickly you think they're gonna do like street fight style so they're gonna bring it you know it's gonna be weapons match and everything like that let's say ladder match so when someone's got to climb to the top and pull the keys the, the keys of the kingdom down yeah so regardless i think it's gonna be apple in that case because okay. i think that you have the tag team uh dynamic that will take and go well steve would start the the beginning of the match would obviously be steve Ballmer versus steve jobs mm-hmm. i have a feeling there Steve Jobs will take and go. It would be a fairly quick tap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. See, the, the the benefit of this now having that extra person is is you can get Waz to deliver the punches mm-hmm. when he needs to, and the psychological mind fucks necessary to take and win a wrestling match of this caliber, but then get out to have somebody else inflict more pain on it. It's gonna be like a it's gonna be a constant barrage of I'm gonna go get you. I'm gonna take and have somebody else come back in and then do that. I just don't see. I, I think it's gonna they're gonna separate, you know, the wheat cow from the herd, <laughs> beat that, and then you're gonna take and get Bill in there and Bill's gonna take and try. I don't think that they're gonna be able to do that because you're gonna get Steve Jobs on the weakest part of the person. Okay. At every single time. Yeah. I think I I definitely see Jobs uh like I I see this this fight spilling out outside of the ring. They're gonna get on the apron and Jobs is certainly is gonna mess with is is gonna go well outside of the rules uh, to inflict damage 
uh, either on Gates or on Ball. Now, is there a disqualification rule? Or no, no? We're, we're, we're no DQs in this one. Okay. So, um, yeah, we'll just say that for the sake of simplicity because that, that adds a whole other element yeah, to it. Yeah, because the Spanish announce table will get broken <laughs> in either nine seconds um, and we could just... And here's the here's the thing that I see happening too. Jobs is gonna have like the worst, like one. Of, he's gonna have like Roman Reigns style moves. So he's gonna be doing like the stupid ass Superman and and everything. And like that's that's gonna be involved. And I'm gonna hate it. But it's like because they want they want they're gonna the WWE is gonna want Apple to be you know a face, but no one's gonna want him as the face because Steve Jobs is gonna be a jackass. And everyone's just gonna turn him. So it's in, gonna be a tr- in this fictitious right, hypothetical absolutely. situation. Uh, yes. So they're gonna they're gonna see this, and the fans aren't aren't gonna buy it. They're just not gonna buy it, and he's gonna become a de facto heel, and that's why they're going to be hated by the crowd, and all of the moves are gonna be booed and everything like that. But they're they get results, and uh, that I see I see Apple winning this one. I see Jobs after after Balmer gets taken out by Wozniak. Wozniak's going top rope taken out uh, to to take out uh, Balmer, and then Jobs is going to sneakily ask, climb up the ladder. Gates is going to be distracted in some way, shape, or form, and then Jobs is coming down with the keys. You speak 100% total sense to me in this topic. <laughs> like, everything you said 100% for the past 10 minutes makes 100% sense <laughs> to me. Like, I see absolutely nothing outside I just of, have a really good read on Silicon Valley. No- that's, I, that's what I don't it is. see anything outside the norm <laughs> of reality right here. Now, see, if we had Sergey and Larry or Mark right, Zuckerberg... Right, that's, that's a totally... Like we could just... I mean, we can work on that. That's not impossible. We can break down that fight in a future episode. <laughs> and if Dana White is listening and you want us to help you try to come up with some of these more creative ideas for cards for future things, <laughs> let us know. We'd be more than happy to uh, do this. But yeah, so the grand champions of everything individually is going to be Bill Gates yep. and Steve Ballmer yep. in an individual one-on-one. Apple is Apple wins the, the WWE championships. Yeah, yeah. And much like, and I think that's fitting because uh, I think a lot of people uh, necessarily go and, and think that Apple does the best everything. And, uh, you know, being WWE, being staged, I think that's uh, that's fitting for Apple. Puts the brand on there. It puts the, you know, it, you know they, they'll they definitely have their, their brand on the on the belt for sure. You know that's going to happen. You know, you can't get it, can't get around that. That's like a licensing agreement that they came up with. Yeah, the eye belt. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're, we're in lockstep on this one. For for once, I like it. Yeah. it. You know, great minds. I think this is because we're in the state of mind of umbrella drinks. It, it was a, a one hundred percent perfect. Certainly, though. certainly, yeah. and I think that uh, having this uh, the inside knowledge of Silicon Valley uh, as as I have the uh, the lay of the land here, and then you working in that arena, I think it really uh, you know we have we definitely have insights that uh, we need to share with people. It seems like battle bots. We should make battle robots <laughs> like this to test this. Yeah, that that seems like a, a plausible thing to do. Out of popsicle sticks. This, <laughs> this weekend, one hundred percent on my vacation. I like. <laughs> All right, my man. Well, uh, Patrick, why don't you uh, give everyone the uh, the glorious metadata and uh, tell them where they can uh, find us one last time before we wrap up? Absolutely. Thank you again for joining us for episode 27, our Shaja Japuli episode. <laughs> Zaza Pachuli. Yep, that's the one. Uh, we have been uh, more than gracious to have you guys listen to us uh, ramble on about amazingly awesome topics for the past God, I don't know, eight months now? Yeah. More than eight months. Uh, it is uh, brings lots of warmth to our heart and smiles uh, to our faces and other people's faces every time we hear this. So, But if you haven't done so, do us a huge favor and go to ohthispodcast.com. Right there, you'll find a support page. If you haven't done so, go there. Click the link to the Facebook. We put stuff on the internet there. I try to put as many Nelly gifts as possible on our <laughs> posts there. 
trying to make it, you know, you know, St. Louis representing right there. Um, but also if you haven't done so find us individually on Facebook, Twitter, um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google play. If you haven't done so, we have a Patreon site. We'd love to have your support. Uh, and also feel free to send us an email, a fax, some flax seeds of any flax seeds. Ooh, Ooh flax seeds. That's, that's extra fiber. Ma- moss fiber. Moss fiber. Moss regular. Ooh. <laughs> moss regular for limpio. For clean stuff. Anyway, uh, lots of stuff there. Um, again, one of the things that brought us out here to the magical West Coast, as they call it, the left coast, uh, is Podcast Movement 2017. And we are more than excited to uh, be attending that coming up in the next week. Also, uh, we've got some news that we are going to be recording live at Podcast Movement 17. So it'll be fun. You can come find us there at 8.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yes. Get in the early slot. Pacific time. <laughs> the morning drive. The morning drive time <laughs> with Patrick and Steve <laughs> drinking beers. <laughs> yes, we got to figure out that one. So uh, this is going to be a special edition coming up there. I think it's going to be – it might be 27A. We might have it yeah, be episode might, 28. We got, we got plenty of stuff planned for that week that uh, we'll be babbling about. So. Yes, yes. And we are more than thankful again for everybody that we've met and everybody that we're going to meet in the future. But until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. And we are out.